You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So when this airs, it is the first day of the Mom 2.0 Summit. Yay! And we are so excited to be speaking tomorrow in, mm-hmm. in real time as you're hearing this at a podcasting workshop. So we're going to be helping all attendees either get their podcast launched or just talk about um, growing their podcast, making it even better if you're already podcasting. So we're so excited to see some of you there and we hope that you'll stop by and say hi. Even if you're not attending our workshop, we would love to meet some of our listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of listeners, can we just give a shout out to our recent reviewers? Oh my gosh. We love you. We love you. Thank you. We have awesome listeners. We really do. We've been getting, um, I would say a few new reviews every week and we just so appreciate it. And that helps us out a ton to Mm -hmm. get our podcast, um, noticed by other people or new listeners. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't had a chance to head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, we'd love it. If you could take a few minutes to do that, it means the world to us. It really does. And it helps us know that you like the podcast that Uh we're in that we should keep doing what we're doing. Right. Right. (laughs) I especially love hearing from people. So many people have said this, like, I feel like we'd be friends in real life or I want to be your neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the feeling is mutual. Yes. When this, and when the house across the street goes up for rent, we will let you know. Absolutely. Maybe one of you actually can. One of you to move in there. (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) Okay. So, Life is a family of four. We oh, are man. we are in it. We are in <laughs> we are it. living the life. Um, so this episode, we wanted to talk about parenting, um, what's been working, what's not, how we never thought we'd discuss poo so many times a day, <laughs> <laughs> and plus we're talking about our creative endeavors and how we're finding time for them or not while mm-hmm. parenting young children. Mm-hmm. But first, a cocktail. I have something for us. It is called a gin hound. Oh, I saw the name and I was like, yeah, we've got to make that. (laughs) Um, I have some gin in the freezer and so I was kind of looking for something on that. So this gin hound, it's from Food 52 and it's fresh squeezed grapefruit juice, fresh lemon juice. I added some lime and then it's got sweet vermouth and gin. Okay. So cheers. Cheers. Oh, Mm. it's good. That's really refreshing. It is really refreshing. And have another just to make Yeah, it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't. Um, sometimes sometimes I'll do a little pre-taste to just yeah. like make sure. But I didn't on this one. So it was no, like a complete really surprise. Good. But it Can is really nice. Can someone tell us, maybe a listener, answer yeah. this question for us. What exactly is vermouth? I feel like it's in the wine family of fermented oh, beverages. Oh, look at you. Thus the reason for the sweet versus the dry kind gotcha. of like a wine. But oh. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it adds to a cocktail, but this is really good. It's really good. Yeah, I'm going to look for more cocktails mm-hmm. with it. Oh, can I tell you a little story about this? So I got my hair trimmed today. Mm-hmm. and It I looks was amazing, <laughs> by the oh, way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was buying the ingredients on the way home from getting my hair cut. So, and I was kind of, you know, okay, I knew that ki- Chris had been like watching the kids. So I kind of wanted to get back. Yeah. Needed to run in. I went to the Fry's grocery store on Baseline. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you do your mm-hmm. shopping. But anyway, I never go there. And... This was just like such a frustrating all around experience. So oh, I, I get into that grocery store. I find store. fries to be an overall <laughs> frustrating you? experience. Yeah, I yeah. never want to go Sorry, again. Sorry, fries. Um, so I, I go in the door and you know how usually you either enter on the produce side or you look across and the produce side is on the other side. Yes. Okay. Well, I walked in and it was like kind of an awkward parking lot too, I felt. And then I walked in, it feels like kind of stuffy and um, like claustrophobic mm-hmm. and I 
look left. I look right. Cannot see the produce. No produce. So I'm, I have like nothing to guide me. I start walking down one end. So, I, okay, well, I know I need some citrus, but maybe I'll go find the vermouth first. I walked the entire length of the store, could not find the alcohol aisle. And I mean, I'm that's just, not okay. And I, I need yeah. to get to the alcohol <laughs> I mean, quicker, they should people. make that really yeah. front and center. <laughs> And then I'd walked all the way to the other side, still had not encountered the produce. I mean, so <laughs> it was too essential. Yes. So anyway, I walked back to the other end and it was like both the wine and the produce were hidden around the corner, like next to each other. But just the layout was so weird. Uh. And then I was on the liquor aisle. I have never bought vermouth before and uh-huh. I wasn't sure like where it fit in. Right. So I was looking for, I don't even know what brand there would be. So I don't even know yeah, what like I'm looking no context, for. I'm just like trying right. to read all the labels, which they're all in like script and weird uh-huh. things. <laughs> um, and I start looking up brands on my phone to try to get some context. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at the mixer side. Then I go back and I'm looking near the vodka and the gin because mm-hmm. maybe it's near the martini mm-hmm. stuff. I cannot find it. And I'm getting so frustrated. I'm like, got to get home. I'm feeling rushed. Okay. So finally, finally, it's probably like 10 minutes. I'm like wandering back and forth. I find it. It's on the bottom shelf, of course, and it's hidden behind. There was like one of those cardboard displays, oh. <laughs> and there were like three bottles hidden it's like right Captain Morgan, yeah, like cardboard cutout. <laughs> exactly. So Captain Morgan was holding it hostage. It was. Oh, I was so annoyed. So I just had that like is an so overall very annoying. Well, it was experience. well worth your frustration because yes. it's a very tasty cocktail. Yes, I'm very glad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's get into talking about parenting a little bit. Um, let's start by each reminding listeners have how old our kids are and then share a little bit about them, like what exciting things they're doing lately, what they're into and what might be challenging or what we're working on, um, like with their age and personality right now. Well, if you are a new listener, um, Mr. Ladd and I just recently as six weeks ago, um, Mm -hmm. as of Friday, uh, we're placed with our two little girls for adoption. Mm -hmm. Um, Jay will be two at the end of May and V is three and a half. Okay. Um, they're amazing, very laid back, sweet mm-hmm. girls overall. Actually, I don't have a whole lot to complain about. Mm-hmm. It's just adjusting to new parenthood. Sure. Um, one thing that has been really exciting is Jay's speech oh, has yeah. been really coming along. Mm-hmm. I would say when we first got her, they she would use maybe 10 words and lots of grunts and cries mm-hmm. with us to mm-hmm. get what she wanted um, or needed. And now she's putting together two, three words. Wow. and. Um, trying new things with language and uh-huh. doing little songs and rhymes Aww. and just it's just really cool, How to, cool see. to see that yeah. some of it's her comfort level and some of it's us really working with mm-hmm. her on using her words and that sure. kind of stuff so it's just exciting to see her kind of catching up that way yeah. um, and just her confidence building like Aww. she didn't even want to climb the stairs at mm-hmm. the playground when we first mm-hmm. got them and mm-hmm. now she's trying new oh, yeah. equipment at the playground and wants you know help and but she's trying more physical challenges and things Mm -hmm. like that. So that's just really cool Mm -hmm. to see. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's just, she's just really funny for her age, Uh like has a very good sense of humor Uh and kind of an advanced sense of humor. Actually, I think like she knows when she's making a funny face Uh and like getting, I don't know. She's just has this like dry Uh kind of sophisticated (laughs) sense of humor for her age already. Um, They're both very into books good that's Uh, awesome i know that makes your heart so happy yeah it's just they love books and i have done i mean i'm doing all i can to encourage it still but like they just love them on their own and it's so great they Mm -hmm. would prefer books over most things so that's awesome um v is just very sweet and caring and nurturing she is she is a very nurturing little girl Mm -hmm. yeah um i had a headache the other day and she was like I, you know, I didn't even say anything or hint at it. And she just looked at me and you mm-hmm. could, she was like studying my face mm-hmm. and she was like, 
you tired? Oh. And I was like, no, mommy just has a little bit of a headache. And she goes, oh. And she climbs in my lap and like pats my cheek Aww. and gives me a hug and climbs back down. Like, oh, how sweet. Yeah, just, I oh mean, my gosh. very in tune with other people yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. what they need. And so it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just at that curious, mm-hmm. uh, fun loving age of mm-hmm. preschoolhood where mm-hmm. everything is new and why and, yeah. you know, how does that work? And uh-huh. so that's kind of cool to just be discovering things along with her. Yeah. Um, I would say just getting to know them Mm -hmm. as people and really love them Mm -hmm. um, as parents has been the biggest challenge. I think something that's hard and maybe this is like this for biological parents too, but Mm -hmm. I think there's this chemical thing that happens, at Mm -hmm. least for moms um, biologically that just doesn't happen in adoption. Mm -hmm. And so it's been this process of having to be a mom and do all the things that moms do while not quite having all that yet. Um, I think has been challenging, but that's definitely coming along, which is great. Um, and I just think the neediness of a toddler and the attention seeking of a preschooler at the same time (laughs) is like, and she is a very easy toddler. She's not tantrum Mm -hmm. She's the biggest thing she does is just some neediness and some crying and kind of fears over things, but she really is a pretty easy toddler. So can't complain too much. I don't want to turn into more because <laughs> right, I'm, right. you know, I'm like, oh, don't jinx myself. Uh-huh. But it's just that neediness. They're just yeah. not doing things independently totally. yet. And everything is kind of takes longer than it you mm-hmm. think it should. And so <laughs> that's just been a challenge to be kind of thrown into that, yeah. you know, all at once yeah. mixed with the constant questions and um, curiosity of mm-hmm. me that is so fun sometimes, but other times, like you've asked me that five times yes. today, like I just really can't answer it one <laughs> uh-huh. more time. So those are kind of our challenges is just figuring them out, mm-hmm. figuring out our new life together and yeah. that kind of thing. So okay. how about you? Okay. So I've got, um, my two boys, Dashiell just turned two and Cedric is about to turn four months mm-hmm. this week. Um, so Dash is just, oh my gosh, he is just growing and changing and learning so fast and for the most part, so fun. I Mm -hmm. mean, he, he will have his toddler moments and, um, meltdowns and wanting to get his way. Those times are very trying Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. sure. But when he is being his like his normal self, he right. is just sweet and kind yeah, and like so fun to be around. Mm-hmm. He he really is. And just, I think it's part of the age too, just mm-hmm. wanting to be so helpful. Yes. You know, if I ask him, can you help me do yes. something? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, just anything. Yeah. So sometimes I just think of things, you know, I don't really need help doing right, this, but right. can you put this from one bowl to the other? Right. Just because he would love to be involved and do mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Um, so he is just talking a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I just see him like picking up so much Mm -hmm. language and being able to understand things. It's really cool to be able to explain to him now, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that definitely helps kind of head off some tantrums and disagreements that we would have because I can explain to him or he can first we're going to do this and this and they start to get it. Exactly. Or he can explain to me what he wants, Mm -hmm. you know, because they have so such specific ideas about what they want. No, I wanted milk, but I wanted it in that cup. Right. You know, and before it was just uh, 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 and right. I'm like, I don't know. I'm and trying then anger everything. when you can't exactly. figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, that just, that's helping a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, as he has been for a long time, he is into big trucks. Yep. We saw big the, trucks. um, bulk pickup came today. Oh man. It was very exciting. And I just, 
Oh, I just love it so much. I think I'm usually the one. I try to listen for the big trucks mm-hmm. and take him outside. So when he hears it, he runs to me with this look of a stun. Mama, mama, big truck, big <laughs> truck. And like has his arms up so that I can swoop him up and Aww. we run outside. And today we actually had some stuff out for a bulk pickup. Uh-huh. So they stopped in front of our, our house. house. Yeah. And the guys, they were like honking and Aww. waving at us. And he, but he couldn't even smile. He was just like in open <laughs> mouth. Like, oh my gosh, it's the big truck. And as soon as they started pulling away, more, more. And That's I was so like, oh, funny. I don't think it's going to come back. That's so funny. Jay has the opposite reaction. She's terrified. Oh. She's pretty sure, like yeah. the dogs, that they're there to steal our souls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so she wants to come up, but it's oh. to be comforted because right. she is real scared yeah. of the big truck. Oh. So hopefully, we're, I'm trying You're to like, working on no, it. look at they're going to, you know, yeah, try yeah. to encourage that excitement. So right. we'll see. But it's funny. <laughs> that, is re- that is really funny. Um, so let's see. So that and then he... I've started to notice him too. I mean, he loves books. I think that now as he's getting more active, that hasn't been like kind of a certain times of the day when Mm -hmm. he'll want to sit and Mm -hmm. read, but I'll see him opening a book on his own and kind of looking at it. And that's so cool. And Mm -hmm. I can kind of ask him like, what's happening, you know? Um, and you know, he'll sit and look at a little book or a little magazine in Mm -hmm. the car. Mm -hmm. That's just, it's just really cool. Um, and then let's see. So Cedric, he's about to turn four months. He is such such a happy, easygoing Smiling baby. At everybody oh who my looks gosh! At him. <laughs> I feel so. I just feel so fortunate because um, it is tough. It is yeah. tough with these two little yeah. ones. And I was thinking about it today. You know, I've kind of mentioned like they're both very needy in their own ways. And another thing, like the way that I thought it was like parenting a toddler while always having your arms full of a baby. Yeah. I mean, and I can't, <laughs> our girls are the exact, pretty much exactly as far apart uh-huh. as your boys, but, but on the other uh, end, yeah, like right. our youngest is Dash's age. Right. So I can't imagine because I can tell V, you know, uh-huh. she's the more independent one. Right. So I can, the tell toddler can be the needy one. Uh-huh. So I can't imagine the toddler having to be the more independent yes. one. Like yes. that is really tough. It is. It is just, it's really, it's really hard. Um, but so we're very fortunate that Cedric is about as easygoing yes. as you could. He'll yeah. sit in his little seat on the counter so I can like be with Dash mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And he'll be in the baby carrier. I can wear him and mm-hmm. stuff. So that's good. Um, but yeah, he's just getting so smiley. He's mm-hmm. like almost to the point of like really laughing. He kind of yeah. makes these like weird like, ah! Yeah. You like know, I really want to laugh. He's getting he's really starting to notice Dashel and mm-hmm. like smiling really Aww. big about him. Yeah. And Dash has just started getting so sweet with him. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I think Dash just didn't know that he couldn't be so physical with uh-huh. him. And he still kind of wants to be, but it's because he wants to give him a big hug. Yeah. And he wants to like yeah. be in his face and like kiss him Doesn't and hug him. Doesn't want to be mean to him or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just, um, he has ideas like, oh, can Cedric, like, I want him to come lay right here. I'm going to bring him a blanket. Can he lay down here? And then I'll lay Cedric next to him and Dash throws his arm around him and wants me to take a picture of them. (laughs) And it's just so cute. It's really cute. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to, I think when Cedric can sit up, when they can Mm -hmm. start interacting some more, I just, I'm very excited about their, Mm -hmm. um, little relationship. And so Cedric is working on laughing and he started to roll from back to his belly Okay, and kind of like a little push up. He kind of like gets on his belly and then he's not really happy, but, but he rolls over as soon as you put him down. So he's just getting, he's just getting used to it all. Yeah. Just moving a lot. Mm -hmm. I think I need to stop swaddling him at night, which I am terrified of because then like his arms just like flail around and I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm nervous. I'm like, keep putting it off. I need to do it. <laughs> um, okay. So the next thing I wanted to ask you are parenting triumphs and fails. And this is inspiration from um, the podcast Mom and Dad are Fighting, which I, love this I idea. would highly recommend to all of our listeners. It is a great podcast about parenting. And I think it could be interesting too, even if you, they say they have a lot of people who listen who don't have kids mm-hmm. or if you don't have kids yet, um, they are just very realistic, sometimes sarcastic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just feel like they talk about parenting as it is and they're yeah. not afraid to share their true opinions. Yeah. But every week on the show, they always share a parenting triumph or a, or a fail kind of that happened it. in the last week. I love it. So anyway, I just wanted to each of us to share um, maybe a fail and a triumph okay. or more if you have Ours them. are a little more general because we're only That's six right. weeks into this thing. So overall, yep. I would say right now, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast or not is a little update, but Right now, our our relationship with our girls and our dogs is a huge parenting win for us right oh, now. Awesome. They were the girls were terrified of the dogs yes. when we first got them, like could not even be in the same room. And now they are all best of friends. Aww. Like we just worked on it and we pushed them, but with like lots of support and encouragement mm-hmm. and you know, empowered them to like feed the dogs mm-hmm. and play with the dogs on their terms and that kind of thing. And it has just gone beautifully. Like they don't want to come out of bed in the morning unless the dogs come Aww. wake them up. Yeah. And it's just the best thing ever. So that feels like a huge win. And it happened like in a week and it was our biggest hurdle. We've probably had to get over with them so far. So it's like a huge encouragement benchmark to me mm-hmm. when I'm feeling frustrated. Yeah. Like, okay. Just that remember. changed night and day. Right. And so we can handle right. it, you know, mm-hmm. um, another big win for us right now, I feel like is bedtime. I'm feeling that's a good one. Real good about bedtime. Our girls are great sleepers and we've now figured out like what works. We Mm -hmm. rock Jay for like, um, now we've limited it to about 20 minutes Mm -hmm. because she, we would just go until she fell asleep and we Mm -hmm. felt like she was hard asleep, but she's actually a little big for that where she wakes herself up because she's not comfortable Uh on us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So she just needs to more be calmed and then transferred to her crib. Um, And so, and we found that out after a very difficult night of trying to put her down and she was just fighting it because she wasn't comfortable. And so now it's down to 15 minutes and she's fine and she will even sit up in her bed and look at us leave Mm -hmm. and then lay back down and not cry. So that feels amazing. And they sleep for, from seven 30 to seven every day. Um, and so that just feels huge. And I, me being a person who needs my sleep, <laughs> I just don't know what I'd do otherwise. And so I just feel very fortunate yes. about that. Yes. Good. Um, and we're just in a very solid routine and either one of us can put them down and they do well. So uh-huh. that's good. Okay. Um, a general fail and I don't know why, <laughs> uh-huh. but we are deeming them terrible Tuesdays oh. for some reason. Oh every gosh. Tuesday there is a situation. Like, someone great. doesn't want to nap. Uh-huh. Someone's just having an off day uh-huh. and like, admittedly we're less and less frazzled by it now but it's always tuesday it's just like a weird day of the week yeah like i don't know what we're doing if we Hmm. maybe the weekend has caught up with us by then or we're not intentional about planning things for that Mm. day i don't know what it is so Mm -hmm. i'm trying to turn it around but Every single, <laughs> literally every Tuesday we've had them oh has been gosh. like an off or really bad day. Oh no. So we're trying to figure that okay. out. But need to kind of mix it yeah, up. Hey, I maybe, don't know what Maybe this Tuesday's a good day to walk down to the bakery for a sample. That might be a good idea. In the stroller. Cookies get, make everything get, better. Get the day started off. I think right. that's a good idea. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to share. Okay. I'm going to share a couple of 
fails first. Um, okay, I have a fail. This is from a long time ago because it's when from when Dash was about Cedric's age. Um, but I feel like it's a pretty good fail. So <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> and it could it could have been worse. So when Dash was about this age, like when I was when I'd be getting ready for work, I would have Dash on the changing table, and I would be which is at our bathroom counter mm-hmm. and I would stand right there like with my hip against the counter and I'd blow dry my hair uh-huh. so I could kind of like be watching him yeah, like one hand kind yes of. Mm-hmm. so like that well one time I I guess I was bent over and I was still like drying my hair and I was still standing right there he rolled off the changing table oh man and I caught him with my hip between my like hip and the, the counter <laughs> yes and I was just like oh my god I like scooped him up I mean it was so close to him rolling onto the tile floor oh my god and I just felt like I should have known better like right. I knew that he was like I knew that he was being like moving and but you know I felt like but it's just when they are that age like it, it can happen so fast, so fast. Yeah. so that was a fail that could have been a worse fail. Right. <laughs> and so, and after that, it was like, n- like never again. Right. And so, and I do not do that with Cedric. He seems to just move even more. Like I wouldn't even be lured into the false sense uh-huh. of security. Uh-huh. That, that could be a He's good an idea. active baby. Yes. Um, and let's see, I guess another kind of fail, I don't think it's terrible, but I, I feel like when I'm at home with Dash, like on the weekends, that I feel like I should have more structured activities. Mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like we just go about the day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do feel frustrated that, you know, he kind of seems bored or it's probably more I'm trying to get something done. Right, right. And he, you know, and of course, in my mind, I'm like, but there's all these things for you to do. Like there's mm-hmm. toys, we could do Play-Doh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll kind of suggest a couple of things, but mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do those. And so I know that when he's at daycare, he has such great right. structure. It goes from every like 15 minutes, something exactly. new is happening. And right? so sometimes I feel like, oh, you know, I know that he is ready for that and I'm sure enjoys it. And I just... I don't know. I wish I kind of had more activities mm-hmm. to do at home, like little bins, like, okay, bring out this and like mm-hmm. set him up with this. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that he could be kind of interested in doing something at least with my assistance for probably, you know, 10 mm-hmm. minutes. But I think right now, like so many things in my life, it's like, well, when do I find the time to, to sit get and plan those, those together. activities? No, totally. <laughs> I know. You I know? feel the exact same way. Um, and so that's kind of something that, you know, it's fine. And I think of things for us to do, but mm-hmm. sometimes I do wish I just had, I'll see blogs a and few stuff. things for like out of your back pocket. That yeah, you can pull out. exactly. Yeah. Or just like, okay, you know, kind of rotate them mm-hmm. through, just have three or four. So I don't know. That's something that maybe if I can mm-hmm. take some time, do some mm-hmm. of that. Um, okay. A couple of triumphs. One thing, uh, when Dash finally started vocalizing uh, agreement he was saying yeah mm-hmm. he was like saying it all the time like it suddenly just clicked and he was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and which I still say all the time <laughs> <laughs> and I just you know I don't know when I started hearing him say it all the time even though Chris and I say it all the time right. it just sounded like so casual right. or something and I was like you know what? I don't love that right and so Chris and I both felt similarly so we encouraged him and reinforced saying yes uh-huh. like please say yes let's say yes and now he is really pretty good <laughs> he's about got a British yes. accent going he's like on. yes it's the best <laughs> I like had to really tell you what is so out. funny is the last like week and a half I would say 
uh, Jay is doing the same thing. Mm. And I think it's a combination of picking it up. Us, she would just, when we would ask her if she wanted something, she would just repeat it, but not I answer see. us yes or no. Uh-huh. She would say, like, if I said, do you want mm-hmm. graham crackers? She'd say crackers. Gotcha. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know if that means right. that you want them or you don't. And uh-huh. so I was like, yes or no. Mm-hmm. So she picked up the yes and then she plays with Josh a lot. Yeah. And she has a very pronounced <laughs> yes going on yes. now. And it is just so funny. That's it's the awesome. same thing. Like, yes it with is, the it s is just, very pronounced it is so cute uh-huh. i just every time he says that i love it because i love the way he says it and then i also like that it's not yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that that's a little triumph <laughs> um i think another thing i something that i think i'm pretty good at and have patience with is cooking with mm-hmm. dashel he mm-hmm. loves it and i love thinking of just little simple things i i want to post this recipe on my blog it's a very simple just biscuit recipe mm-hmm. i mean it's flour and baking powder and some oil and some milk it's Mm -hmm. very simple but you know it's just enough that he can measure things he can stir things Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty detailed like usually very perfectionist person Mm -hmm. but I think I do a good job because I you know I try to let him have the independence get in that mindset yeah if Mm -hmm. it gets everywhere you know that's okay but I have noticed he knows it's a special thing and he really does a good job when I say okay I need you know you're done pouring that in give that let me have that back which like normally, really specific directions yeah, and he mm-hmm. gives it back to me you know mm-hmm. he waits for the next thing and so um that's just something I really I'm so excited about cooking with him and it's yeah. exciting to be able to do that's it already awesome. um and I think I think so far we're doing a good job with them, like encouraging loving their siblings and just Mm -hmm. fostering that. Mm -hmm. I try to like, you know, I try to already have like show respect to Cedric. Like if Dash is saying, no, I want that. It's like, well, you can ask Cedric, like ask him if you can have that. And then like we ask Cedric. Or just take advantage of the fact that he's a baby. (laughs) Exactly. So I hope that we're laying Mm -hmm. good groundwork for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think about it anyways already and kind of like put that groundwork for when Cedric can express like, no, I don't want you to do that. (laughs) So that's good. Um, okay. What about, and this might kind of play into those, but Mm -hmm. what about parenting strengths and weaknesses that you're finding? And what about your partners too? Okay. I was talking, this is sanctioned. I was talking to Mr. (laughs) I was like, what would you say are, Mm -hmm. you know, and I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think strengths of ours is Jeremiah is very patient. Mm -hmm. Um, he's just a very even keel guy. So he is very patient and doesn't get too worked up about Uh anything. Um, and just fun loving, like he's definitely yeah. the fun dad yeah. comes home and wrestles and mm-hmm. he gets them all riled up and uh-huh. you know, I'm like, have to be bad cop uh-huh. all the time. But, um, and my strength I think is just providing some structure uh-huh. and boundaries for them and making them very clear and explicit. Mm-hmm. Like I think they know what to expect and they're already, they almost, it's crazy to me how kids seem to actually delight in that. Like oh, yeah. knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. like I don't touch that or uh-huh. I do this after this uh-huh. and it just it gives them a sense of peace and a sense of control. Control I think, over their world, for sure. Which is weird. It's kind of counterintuitive. Like you would think the more boundaries you put in place, the less control uh, yeah. they feel. Mm-hmm. But if you do it in a way that this is just always how we do mm-hmm. it, they're like, oh, then, I know exactly yeah. how to brush then, my teeth. Yeah, I know then exactly they're empowered how to, get yeah. to like do these things. Yeah, so I think that um, I've been doing a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then I think our weaknesses are kind of the inverse of okay. that. Like Jeremiah's is that he has a hard time remembering how little they are and how much structure mm-hmm. and boundaries they're going to mm-hmm. need. Like mm-hmm. something you could let a five and six year old do maybe and know that they'll know how to reel it in on their own. Right. A two and three year old don't know how to do that. Right. Like mm-hmm. 
they need help calming themselves back down mm-hmm. or they need help knowing when enough is enough yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. he's kind of like, like I'll say something to him and he's like, oh yeah, I didn't think about the fact <laughs> that she couldn't really do that on her right, own yet. Right. Or I couldn't just like set her free with uh-huh. that, you know, art supply right. or whatever. <laughs> so, um, and then I think my uh, weakness, which I've been actually a little bit surprised about because I think it was a strength as a teacher, but mm-hmm. it's very hard for me as a parent mm-hmm. is to just to remain not emotional and reactionary. Mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. a very reactive parent so uh-huh. far, or I, I think the intensity of the situation made me that way. It's calming back down now, but gotcha. it was such an emotional, intense experience mm-hmm. to instantly be parenting them uh-huh. that it was like, I just found myself very reactionary and not, right. you know, yelling and screaming or going crazy, right, but right. just very affected by everything yes. they were doing and very much like, instead of being proactive, reactive. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so... I think that's getting better, but yeah. it's definitely something I need to work on as okay. a parent. So, okay. Um, let's see. I will say, I think that, um, one of, one of Chris's strengths as a parent, I just, I just saw him in the flesh walk by uh-huh. with the toddler. He's, he's exhibiting some strength. <laughs> yes. Right yes, now. he is. <laughs> so physical strength carrying both of those boys. <laughs> that's one for sure. Um, but he can, I think, um, a strength that Chris has is he can like stay calm about things. I've been really impressed with that. Like if they're crying and mm-hmm. all this stuff and I just feel myself on edge mm-hmm. and I ask him like, are, are you okay? Is everything? He's like, I'm fine. Like yeah, he's just, good. Mm-hmm. he's just upset. Like he's going to get over it. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And so that really helps because if both of you are totally yes. on edge, like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, I could And then imagine. you fight with each other because yes. it's like your reaction just amps up the totally. other person's reaction. Totally. So he is very good about dealing with that. Um, I think one of my strengths is I think the creativity and thinking of things to do with them that Mm -hmm. are appropriate for their level Mm -hmm. and being playful and kind of imaginative. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chris is definitely like the wrestling and running all over the house, very active, but I love doing just the imaginative play Mm -hmm. and like noticing the little things Mm -hmm. with Dash and like kind of pointing out um, things like that. I just, I really, really enjoy that. And I think that I'm good at meeting him Mm -hmm. on that level. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I would say uh, weaknesses... Um, one, one for, one for Chris, I'm trying to think like maybe he, I feel like is worried a lot and stressed out a lot about sleep, Mm -hmm. which is understandable mm-hmm. because <laughs> Dashiell is a terrible sleeper. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and by terrible sleeper listeners. No, um, like legit terrible sleeper. <laughs> legit. I mean, this like, is the thing. Chris was like saying that he was reading online about like, you know, terrible sleeping toddlers and what to do. And he's like, F that. These terrible sleeping toddlers, quotation marks, are waking up at like 630. Yeah. And we're like, no. No, you don't understand. No. This is a whole nother level. Dashiell this week, one morning, woke up at... 3:45. That is middle of the night. Awake for the day. That's could, so could not, not okay. get him to go back to sleep. I don't know sleep. how you're doing that. Like no matter what we do, yeah. we've tried the leaving him don't go to him. Right. We've tried the going in and soothing him. We've tried the do you want to lay down with mama or daddy? I mean, if there's another Yeah, cuz you'd think at some point like I don't even care, come in my bed, just let me oh, go yeah. back to sleep. But yeah. nothing. Oh my god. Just wants to be awake, but then sometimes he's still tired, so he's fussy. And so he's like not a pleasant toddler to be with at four in the morning. It's just, it is such a quandary. Um, Sleep has always been so 
just he has fought it from the day he yep. was born. Yep. He has like this reserve of strength that can fight sleep. And yeah. so anyway, I think that can really stress Chris out. Yeah. Whereas I've just kind of decided, Embraced you know, <laughs> he's going to have to grow out of it. I mean, right. what else can we like, do? He won't be a 13 year old waking he up won't at 345. Be. And I bet he won't be a five year old. Or at mm-hmm. that point, he can get his own little cereal and mm-hmm. we'll see you at seven. <laughs> That's totally true. Then it's just a you rule know? that yeah. I, I'm not coming to. So you. I think it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I think within the year he's either going to grow out of it or he's going to have enough a little bit of independence that he could like kind of be up in or the you kitchen can look in himself. your you can mm-hmm. here's your water bottle you can look at books yes. and he's old enough to like exactly. know that and might just fall back asleep on his exactly. own exactly but yeah so but hard. chris can get kind of worked up about that <laughs> and so i have to like try to calm him back down and remind him that it could it could be much worse. no because that's infuriating like yes. i can't imagine at 3 45 keeping your cool with yes. that situation yes <laughs> exactly exactly um And I think maybe a weakness of mine that is like something that I just struggle with, like as a person, I'm a planner Mm -hmm. and so I'm not good with spontaneity. Mm -hmm. I can be sometimes a little better with kids because I just know how that goes and things don't go as, as planned, but I just... It throws you off. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't have always the time to like think through things or like put the planning in that Mm -hmm. I want. And then I'm like getting all stressed out and it's just like... I mean, this is just how right. it's going to be. This is right. like having two kids or having young kids, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, Chris is really good about that. Just like rolling with it. Okay, well, now we're going to do this, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, you know, fine. We planned this, but yeah. it's not going to work right exactly. now. Or so. like, yes, we're going to mm-hmm. run errands and we're going to have them. And it might be kind of a lot of management, but it's going to be fine. Whereas right. I'd just be like, oh, I don't know. I, sh- I just want to do it myself. Better so I could get a babysitter exactly. or whatever. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. kind of be the same way. Yes. So I would think those are kind of the things that I mm-hmm. work on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So last parenting topic. Um, do you have any parenting recommendations, like a product, a resource, an activity? What have you um, got for us? Okay, well, since this is very book-related. Okay, I love so, it. So um, I had a particularly rough night, I think, our first week with Jay, where she mm-hmm. was just up a lot. And it was, looking back now, it was just totally that she was adjusting mm-hmm. to a new place mm-hmm. and everything else and connecting with us. So I had talked to another adoptive mama, mm-hmm. and she said, have you read The Connected Child yet? Oh. And it's specifically for adoptive families, especially for families that adopt older children okay. that have been through some sort of trauma, mm-hmm. which just even the separation from wherever they were is trauma for them. So, um, it was fabulous. Mm. And even, I just keep finding more and more things. There was even a schedule in there that had like a sample schedule. If you're home with them, Mm -hmm. um, and ways to modify it if you weren't, but that Mm -hmm. specifically focused on building connections and some of those life skills that they have may have missed out on or aren't doing the way that your Mm -hmm. family does Mm -hmm. or, um, what you would like for them to be doing. So just really, really great stuff and like reminders about you know this behavior could mean this in this situation and just a great book so I would highly recommend The Connected Mm -hmm. Child if you are adopting um and then we had some really good friends of ours who we've known forever that we first lived with when we moved out here and we've known since college came to watch the girls so we could go out for an anniversary day date and it was their first time watching the girls they had this whole day planned for them and it was so sweet And part of it was they brought a bunch of books over Mm -hmm. um, that they had bought for them. Mm -hmm. And one of them was Not All Princesses Wear Pink. Uh And I just, it is the greatest book and my girls love it. And they had to read it multiple times. Uh But it's just a great message about some fix things with power tools. And then there's like, it throws in every once in a while with a sparkly crown. And they love that part. And it's just really a great message for little girls. And I am very much like... 
trying to embrace their girly side without having everything be Disney yeah. princess and right. frozen, right. you know? Right. And so it's just a really great book. I would recommend that one. Awesome. Um, something else we are just loving since they're so book oriented is the library. I yes. mean, you've made me a believer. I knew, it. I knew you'd be now a convert. I'm texting you. We're That's going to the right. library. Are you coming? That is awesome. <laughs> so I love we are it. Weekly. Uh-huh. Um, and they actually like, they have blocks and stuff there and they don't want to play with the blocks. They just want to take out Aww. book after book. V was like hauling <laughs> armloads of books over when we were there with you yeah. guys the yeah. other day. Like just, yes. like, babe, you can go back for more. That's you don't right. have to bring them Do all in one table. trip. <laughs> um, so they're loving that. We get a specific number every week. Oh, and then we have um, just like it's actually a serving tray on our ottoman okay. that we keep all the library books in so there. Smart. And it's mm-hmm. nice because that's the most like accessible place. And when we like watch a show to kind of wind down mm-hmm. before nap or before bed, uh-huh. they also have the books available right. to them right there. And it rotates constantly. So they don't get sick of those ones. We don't get yeah. sick of them. I just I'm loving that system. That's so awesome. That's, that's great. Awesome. Um, one more recommendation would be the Fubbles No Spill Bubble Bucket. That sounds amazing. It is no spill and it truly is no spill. What is this? It's just a big bucket. Okay. Um, and it twists on, you know, like it's threaded or whatever. Uh-huh. So it twists okay. on and then there's three holes for uh-huh. the bubble wands. Whoa. And they just dip it in to get the solution and pull it out. But oh they're just gosh. like slots big enough for right, for the bubble wand. So there is not bubbles everywhere. It, yeah. They are truly independent. It's got a little handle. They can carry it around. That it's amazing. Awesome. I found it at Target, but you can get it on Amazon too. So we'll that. link to that. In the Dash show notes. loves bubbles as all toddlers do. Mm-hmm. But he when he blows it, I don't know if your girls do this too, he puts it right to his mouth. So no, ours are really like good about it, mouth. but he doesn't get it yeah. yet. No, the ours are really like, I feel like Jay is pretty bubble advanced yeah. actually. Like she's <laughs> very advanced bubbling. Yeah. So we need bubbles in our house. Yeah. That Maybe we need to, to get that. He them. probably just needs some more, um, some more practicing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. I have a few recommendations. One is the learning tower that we yeah. have. I mean, that is indispensable in our house. We've had it since Dash was about 18 months old. Uh, my mom, who her grandmother name is Bootsy, mm-hmm. Texas mm-hmm. Bootsy, gave it to us. It is kind of a raised platform mm-hmm. with some rails on it, but Dash can climb in and out of it. So I mean, awesome. he, cu- he was able to climb in and out of it when he was 18 months. Mm-hmm. He caught on pretty fast. And then he can stand and he can be at counter height with us. So huge. Oh, like, it's huge. That cooking alone, I wouldn't know how I would do that otherwise without yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he can cook, he can do a little activity, even just he can be standing up there at our height and just Mm -hmm. feel included, Mm -hmm. I think. You know, he's not, then he's not um, clamoring to get up in our arms because he can kind of see what we're doing. And it is just really easy to give him a little task to do or he can be coloring. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So he just, he's in that every day, many times a day. Sometimes he'll eat a little meal or a little snack there. Um, I just would highly recommend. And there are many different, um, this one, ours is by Little Partners, but there's lots of different brands. There's even some like DIY Mm -hmm. Ikea hacks Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so just something like that that your toddler can get into, I think really helps. Um, A little activity that we've done, and this was something that I saw our friend Becky do with her kids, is painting with water on Mm -hmm. the sidewalk outside. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen that before, and it's perfect for here where it's pretty warm and the water dries so quickly. And so you have like a a new tablet every few minutes. (laughs) And it cools them down if they happen to splash all over Yeah, it's just so great because they can use a paintbrush. I mean, I just got one that we've painted with before Mm -hmm. in the house Mm -hmm. and just like give them a big bucket of water. And I mean, no mess. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> for all these things. Yeah. 
Um, and then I'm trying to think of a, a couple of books that we are loving lately. Um, one is that we've had for a little bit, this is actually something also that my mom sent us and it was a book that she had found. She um, works in elementary schools and so she, you know, gets lots of great book recommendations. Mm-hmm. It's Oxcart Man. Have oh, you I've heard never of seen this? that one. I might, I might need to get this for your girls, maybe, maybe for one of their upcoming uh-huh. birthdays. So um, it's called Oxcart Man and it is set in... Mm, I don't know, kind of like early America when okay. people were getting around by like horse mm-hmm. and buggy and stuff. And it's just about his family's farm and everything. It's in the Northeast. So mm-hmm. it's like really beautiful. The illustrations mm-hmm. are really beautiful. Everything that they grow throughout the year. And then he packs up everything that they grew and he takes it to the market and he sells everything at the mm-hmm. market and then mm-hmm. like gets provisions for the year. And it's just, um, it's simple, but it's just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just this like really beautiful, just yeah. nice like story about yeah. like, growing things for like with your family and just kind of making a living in right, that time right it's just like simple, really really pleasing uh-huh. and dash asks for it a lot i'm not sure if it's huh. just the artwork or yeah. the story and it's really nice to read and so that's a nice one it's like yes. oh good okay i'm no, ready i know to read i love to buy the ones that i like to read exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then this other one is one that um someone gave us for dashel's birthday it's called good people everywhere okay and i had never seen it before and it has just the most wonderful message and it's just something like, you know, today all around the world, there are good people doing good things. There, there are, um, you know, doctors helping people. Mm -hmm. There are carpenters helping to rebuild houses. Mm -hmm. There are teachers. It's just like all these good things. And so, I mean, just what a great message. Yeah. And it's just uplifting for find the good. Yes. For Mm -hmm. me too. I was just like, Oh, this just makes me kind of feel better. It's a really nice reminder. So those are, yeah, those are some of my recommendations right now. There was another that just reminded me of a book that makes me feel good too. And I'll link to this one, but there's, um, I found it Barnes and Noble, these books that are adaptations of Bob Marley songs. Oh, nice. And one of them is um, Everything Will Be All Right. Aww. And it is just the cutest. I like sing it to my girls and the Aww. the verse lyrics are like reworded to uh-huh. um, work with kids. Like you're at the playground making a mess or, you know, you, you're in the kitchen and everything's not working out. And yeah. then, but then the chorus is the same. Like every little thing's going to be all right. Aww. And my girls sing it along with me now. And it is just like, That's I could really cry cute. every time we read it because it's just yeah. the biggest stress relief for me. Uh. So I like books that do that, like kind of speak to both of you, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So, um, kind of changing courses here a little bit. So we both pursue creative work. Mm -hmm. You've written a book and you write your blog. I have my blog. And then of course we both have this podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I kind of wanted to talk about our creative projects and what's going on with those. So what creative projects do you currently have on your plate? I mean, including your blog and this Mm -hmm. podcast, Mm -hmm. how are you fitting them in? And Mm -hmm. what do you not have time for right now? Or kind of like, how has that creative work changed? Or what do you hope to make time for in the future? Yeah, well, we have the podcast, which I feel like, for me at least, has been my most consistent, probably because I have you. For sure. I mean, (laughs) with two of us us together. We keep each other kind of accountable for that. And um, that's been great. So that has been consistent. And I'm super proud of that. Me too. um, How consistently we've been able to produce it and put out new episodes. So um that and has been I, kind of my I will, priority I will just right say now. I think the quality's been really great I think I've so too really proud of, it proud of us yeah <laughs> um so I've just been doing that bits of time during nap and then um I have been finding sometimes some days this work some days not so much but the girls usually will wake up from a nap around two-ish and we'll have a snack and they're they are very content to sit at the table mm-hmm. they're not the kind of kids that want to sit for five minutes and then run yeah. around and so 
I've been trying to like build on that momentum and then give them a puzzle or Mm -hmm. Play-Doh or coloring or something else to do at the table. And then I, you know, get my laptop out and at least have time to like respond to a couple emails or do something that might not have as much, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't draft a new blog post during that time because they're asking me a question every five minutes, but get Get a couple things done. Because I'm finding after bed, there is no creative juice left in the tank. So I'm trying to find little bits of time. Yeah. Um, the book, I really should still be doing promotional things and stuff for that. And there's just been zero time. So that's kind of taken a back burner. But it'll be there. For it'll when be you're there. Ready to, like, I mean, you it. can still buy it on yeah, Amazon right. if you want to. I mean, the hard part, it's written. Yeah. Like whenever yeah. you wanted to do like a big marketing push, that's you true. could. That's so. true. Um, the blog, I'm just, I'm really frustrated that I'm not able to keep up on that. Like I want to right now, just partly because I know I have so much to say and mm-hmm. Adoption is a huge part of the blog. And so I'd love to be telling our story more in real time. And then I feel like I have to go so far back to catch everybody Mm. up. And it's this kind of overwhelming overwhelming. thing. I feel like you're doing a really good job of that consistently. So help me. How how do I do that? (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of where those projects are at. So how about you? Okay. Um, So yeah, that's, uh, yeah, the blog and the podcast, like you said, I mean, the podcast, we are making it happen and it's just, it's so fun to do. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it takes some work beforehand because we do like plan out and stuff, but then we just get to have a conversation and a cocktail. Yeah. It's like a great two for one. Yes. You know, once we've planned it, it's like, okay, well I need to come talk to you for an hour anyways. And so let's just do that. So, so that actually Mm -hmm. is working like so well. I Mm -hmm. mean, I feel very fortunate we're able to keep making it happen. Um, yeah, my blog, I am, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying for two posts a week mm-hmm. and I don't know. I've just been thinking lately. I mean, I just feel like every minute of my life is planned yeah. or busy. Yeah. And I don't know, on the one hand, like when I'm feeling on top of everything and things are going well, I like it. And yeah, I, that's a good, and I, it can be a good yeah, feeling. And mm-hmm. I mean, I keep filling up my free time. So mm-hmm. I think I must enjoy living that way. I love right. structure. I love right. accomplishing things and getting stuff done. And the things that I am feeling, filling my free time with, I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and bring me enjoyment. Um, but sometimes too, just, it's like, why, like, why do I have so much pressure right. on myself to right. do something that brings no income right. that is totally. just, you know, is, mm-hmm. is for my own enjoyment, but maybe I'd rather just mm-hmm. have some free time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've just been kind of thinking about that a lot. Like, should I like try to just go down to one post mm-hmm. a week, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. But it's just so great, too, because I feel like you've been able to really capture so much about your boy's childhood that way. And not that you couldn't write those things yeah, no. otherwise, but it, it's almost like it is a the great push record. you need to journal like that, yeah. you know, that like, oh, I'm supposed to publish a post right. on Wednesday or whatever. So yeah. like, it's a hard, it's a hard balance. And like, yeah. I do think, you know, it could be for money, too, if we're at this point where we're mm-hmm. thinking about like, OK, can we monetize any of this? Yeah. You know, and know. but that's more work to exactly. like push to, to take that to the next level. So it's almost exactly. like it's kind of up to us when we want to pursue that. Right. But I know it's a hard. It, it is. is a hard it balance. is tough. And I mean, right now what I'm doing is during I use basically my lunch hour broken up into three pumping breaks at mm-hmm. work. And I work during those like that is when I like do your own work yeah I can Mm -hmm. kind of draft a blog post I can draft a podcast outline I can do a little bit of planning for one of those and so that's kind of when I'm fitting it in and then the other time will be 
after like after bedtime but like you yeah. said it's tough like i have to kind of psych myself Save, up like, the all day tasks almost to like i can do yeah. links during bedtime yes or, or like format a photo like yeah. i kind of have to mostly have Mindless. it written and then i can kind of That's like just idea. wrap it up because i have been finding that um yeah just getting it written or getting a draft written that's kind of the hardest part mm-hmm. and then i can sort of edit throw in a photo mm-hmm. That makes it kind of doable. That's true. Um, so should I just get one of those signs that say, do not open this door when the door yes, is closed? And exactly. Just put it, and yes. just see if B&J like, yes, follow that's, that. That's the, that's the, <laughs> sign, that I, that's the sign that I post when I like am pumping <laughs> so that no one barges in on me. So yeah. Just do that. It works great at the office. I'm sure it'll work great <laughs> with sure toddlers. Great at home. <laughs> um, but I, I will say it's frustrating because I have like one million things that I I'm dying to do on my creative stuff and I I can't, I just can't. That's where I feel too. I have to keep reminding myself like, Kelsey, you're like, it's just not the time. Like there will be more time. And I do feel that, you know, we had talked about this. Maybe this is like a parenting fail of mine for this year that one of my goals is just to like not expect too much, Mm -hmm. know that this is Mm -hmm. just and I am sucking at that and failing. Yeah. I just can't. I like, I want to do all these things yep. because it's exciting. And I, I don't know. Well, and I think there's this huge part too. Like when you're in the thick of it, like young kids, mm-hmm. once you're like man on man defense, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you, I, to me, I want, I'm so like frustrated by it because it's a huge part of who I am that yeah. I feel like I have to put on the back burner. Right. And so it's finding that like, okay, well, yes, I might not get as much accomplished, but how do I fit in these things that are like important, important to, me. to me and mm-hmm. a huge part of me and makes me me and makes me a better mom and makes yeah. me a better wife. And mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of what's been hard for me about that yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that kind of like, that was another thing I wanted to ask. How does motherhood influence or impact mm-hmm. your creativity? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there's something for me about, I think almost the more structure that I have and I have to like fit it in, mm-hmm. then it almost makes me work harder at it because then it's built in or the time I get to do it, I really it's like cherish it. has to be it. allotted. Yes, exactly. And so if I'm planning it out and Mm -hmm. paying attention, like, okay, well, I'm trying to hit this and this, it almost is like just that the more I do it, the more I'm committed to it and want to do it. Yeah. Um, But then at the same time, I just, I have like, I want to do a redesign of my blog, at Mm -hmm. least a little bit. I love Mm -hmm. to do a little bit on our podcast website. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking about some other things we could do with the podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, just like all this stuff. And I just, you know, I I like have started kind of working, picking back up on my e-course too. Mm -hmm. Um, Planning for this podcast workshop has kind of taken some time, but I was trying to get like one day's worth of content done per week, Mm -hmm. just like during my lunch breaks at work Mm -hmm. and stuff at at work but um yeah it's just a lot yeah no <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm it's more important to me uh-huh. now that I'm a mom because I want my girls to see me doing that yeah. I want to be doing other work outside of being a mom that I'm proud of um and just like documenting this whole thing now is really sure. goes right along in line with what I was writing about anyways yeah. so it's like I just it's important to me but I have this like so tired brain mush all the time like I just cannot formulate a sentence and so then I'm frustrated every time I sit down to do it and I'm like oh I'll just do my editorial calendar and then not post on any of those (laughs) days that I planned for so that's been really hard for me is just the tiredness and 
the mental and emotional capacity it takes to mother (laughs) just like as you're mentioning that um what about like planning a time with jeremiah like that's what i think two times a month on a sunday or on a saturday or a friday afternoon yeah Mm -hmm. whenever is like your time Mm -hmm. because actually last weekend and i we're planning on it again tomorrow um chris has had a ton of work for the end of the Mm -hmm. semester and needed just some time to work on the mm-hmm. weekend. So we hired our um, favorite babysitter. Shout out to Rachel. Mm-hmm. She listens Hi, Rachel. to the podcast. I'm calling you soon too, Rachel, <laughs> by the way. I know. Rachel, never move away and get a real <laughs> no. job. Just We're right next door. Don't you worry about it. Maybe she can just like be our live-in nanny and yep. like switch yep. between our houses. Um, so yeah, so he, we had Rachel come over and I was just going to hang out here too and just like have her help mm-hmm. me. And then he was like, well, you know, you could come with me and like get some stuff done. I thought, cause we saw her come, we saw her pull up yeah. and, um, Jeremiah, you know, we're so nosy. Jeremiah's <laughs> like, where do you think the Whartons are going on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon? And I was like, I bet you they, they, I bet you they're having a work day. Some work day. Seriously, it totally it was. would be like the only way you can get all that done. Yeah. So anyway, I was going to say that, it's um, a good idea. yeah, it kind of just, it's like on the one hand you feel like you should just be able to fit it in but it really it takes work mm -hmm. it takes time and it takes time you need to like be in the zone Mm -hmm. and not worry that someone's gonna come that's the whole thing is like i can can never relax yeah like i can take little bits of time but I know that they're very tenuous. Like they could mm-hmm. be interrupted exactly. at any moment, at any you know? Minute. And so that's, it's like, you can't that's get not in the, the way to write. No, no. It's a good idea. I need so, to do that. Anyway. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I would kind of suggest. And mm-hmm. I think that I'm looking forward to, I know that like within the next year, that'll be easier for us mm-hmm. to do. Like, it'll be easier to watch two at one and at once. And Chris can take right. them for a Give few hours. Give the other one a break. Right. And I won't be nursing as much. Like that's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. That's tough is like, I'm on a two hour window yeah. at any one time. That's true. And that's that's true. <laughs> I think something that's been hard for us too, is just like how much communication mm-hmm. and respect that takes for us as a couple. Like, like there's so much we thought we were ahead. pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. And then you have kids and it's like, Oh no, this is a whole nother level of communication. Yeah. Like just this morning we had an argument because it was Saturday morning and uh-huh. he was doing something on his computer. Uh-huh. We had had breakfast as a family uh-huh. and the girls had a cartoon on and mm-hmm. whatever. And we, he was doing something on his computer and then disappeared into his office for another 45 minutes without saying uh, like, right. Hey, I need to go do this. And, and I have this assumption in my head that it's Saturday. It won't look like every other day right. when you have to go to work and We're I take the girls together. Like, yeah. And so it's just all, and if it was a simple, like, Oh, I needed to do this one thing sure. for my new job, then it would have been fine. But he didn't say that. And so right. it was like, this whole big thing and just really, I mean, the explicit level of mm-hmm. communication that it takes has been a yes. big adjustment. Like, no, we really need to plan out yes. like everything. Yes. You know? No, I, I've had that too. And there have been a couple times where like in hindsight, I feel like I was um, careless and or thoughtless because it's been times when like I've gone to book club, but I was going to s- plan to stay up a little bit later. Or last week I went and visited a friend mm-hmm. and I, in my head, I was just thinking, okay, I probably will be back by like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and likely Cedric will have slept like through that whole right. time. But it's I, not a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I just told Chris I was going to go out and he, and I didn't say like, so it might be like later. And so right. you might be on call for like Cedric, if he wakes up, like there's a bottle in the fridge, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he was just very caught off guard when Cedric did wake up. Right. And then he was like, is Kelsey home? What's happening? Right. And then it was like, cause you kind of tag team the nighttime. Yeah. Thing. I mm-hmm. didn't think she was going to be gone so late. So he was just like, so can you just like tell me? And I was like, yes, of course I should yeah. have told you. Right. I just, you just don't think you know, about all the implications now. Yeah. Like me being gone means right. many more things now and than it's it just used like, to. You can't just 
like go run somewhere real mm-hmm. quick. You've got to be really explicit mm-hmm. about like, okay, I'm going here and I expect to be back about this time. I mean, right, right now you just really have to right. be. No, and so sometimes, sure. sometimes it's hard because sometimes I do just want the freedom. Like mm-hmm. I just want to go and mm-hmm. I don't want to have to estimate, like think about, oh, okay, I think I'm going to be back in like right. four hours. Right. Um, so yeah. No, that is hard <laughs> for sure. I think something else I'm trying to remember is like, we're six weeks into this mm-hmm. and most people take at least that long on maternity leave oh to gosh. even like remotely get yes. a normal life back yes. together. So totally. if we're just now starting to get into a routine and be better mm-hmm. about some of those things, it's okay. Like yeah. and it's it just will return. Get, it's just going to get better <laughs> yeah. and better and easier yeah. and easier, mm-hmm. but it can just be at the time you're just impatient for it to get easier because mm-hmm. those things that are hard, you want to really get hard. to that new normal way mm-hmm. before it's time for that new yeah. normal. I mm-hmm. think so. We're, but we're getting there. Yeah. So we'll good, see. Good. Well, um, I, we had a listener question and, um, this is from listener Kristen and she sent it quite a long time ago and I'm sorry it's taken us so long to get back to you, Kristen, but it was a great question. And so I thought I would ask it kind of in this parenting part. Mm-hmm. She wanted to know, how do you decide what to share about your kids and family online? Mm-hmm. So I think this was a really good question. Um, and different people have very different levels mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. things that they're like comfortable sharing. And then I know that like, like you're only sharing the first letter of your girl's names with us right now. And mm-hmm. so I was wondering if you could talk maybe a little bit too, just yeah. about like your approach to their privacy. Yeah. And well, I, it's kind of easy for right now because I have a rule like legally mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I can, I can't share any identifying information. Oh, okay. So, so they're, their faces or their whole names would be those considered those things. But there's still this line of like, okay, things are not finalized yet. There are other issues to consider and privacy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like, do I want to share anything or do, I mean, that was something I definitely had to think about. And then Mm -hmm. I decided that the story and documenting my kids and our first, you Mm -hmm. know, few months together was more important Mm -hmm. than, you know, the off chance. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, as long as I'm smart about it and don't mm-hmm. share things that there's I wouldn't share online would, anyways, it's like, yeah. And so it is a hard thing to think about though, when you're, I'm kind of a chronic oversharer mm-hmm. and I write a personal blog and we podcast and yeah. talk very openly about personal right. lives and finances and everything. Yeah. Um, but I think when it's like, if you come down to it, like, okay, it would sharing this potentially hurt my kid. Even if someone, if someone was out to hurt them, mm-hmm. Right. Could me sharing this help them do that? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then don't. Mm-hmm. And if it isn't, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not really going to help that situation, then right, it's not a big deal. Um, right. That's part of it. I think something else to be really mindful of, especially in my situation, is sharing things that are my story mm-hmm. and not their personal mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Like sharing their story through my lens and how it impacts me, but mm-hmm. keeping personal information or stories about their past or even just, you know, things that might not paint them in the most flattering yeah. light, mm-hmm. keeping that private for them mm-hmm. so that that's not out there mm-hmm. for when they're older and can right. understand what exactly. I'm writing about. Um, so that's kind of been my mm-hmm. benchmark is, is, is this my story to tell mm-hmm. or not? Yeah. And if it's not, then don't yeah (laughs) so how about you I think that's a lot of what I try to think about because what I am comfortable sharing is my story as a mother Mm -hmm. and as like a partner Mm -hmm. you know in my marriage to Chris and things like that and so I do I think about that a lot I think it's okay for me to talk about um challenges of Mm -hmm. being a mother but then not um 
I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like you said, nothing that I would ever, that my boys would ever feel embarrassed to read about. Right. Or, you know, I mean, I can say that maybe Dashiell is having meltdowns or something like that, but I'm not going to harp on it or mm-hmm. emphasize mm-hmm. or, you know, make it sound like he's like a terrible child. A yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, he's yeah. not a terrible child, of course. But, um, so yeah, I just try to think about that. Um, for photos, I don't plan to share, I mean, any nudity, like mm-hmm. anything that w- like they're going to find when they're teenagers yeah. that yeah. they would not be okay right. with. And even some things like, um, I just try to think about too, um, like even them like being super messy with stuff all over their mm-hmm. face. Cause I just, you know, who knows? I mean, the internet, it's like you put something out there. We take in all different kinds and of And can ways. you ever get it back? Right. I just feel like it's out there right. forever. Right. In and some s- capacity. Yeah. And so I just want to be respectful of what they might want online one day because we're sharing more and more and more online. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to give them some control over that Mm -hmm. one day. So I do Mm -hmm. just try to think about that when I put photos of them online that, um, you know, it's just things that as a teenager, as an adult, Mm -hmm. that when someone goes to Google their name, they don't come up with like this picture of them with spaghetti all over their face, you know, I I don't know, just who knows what it's going to morph into. Mm -hmm. So I just try to think about that. Um, I think that, like you said, I think just like sharing only like my side of the story. Like if there was something that Chris and I argued about that Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to him beforehand. I mean, I'm not Mm going to put that online because he's not getting a chance to speak for himself. Right. You know, and that just, I don't know, that just feels private. Right. I share a lot about our life, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. everything. So I think my girls are trying to break your door down right now. (laughs) Someone is knocking on the door. (laughs) The husbands are outside. Might be the big bad wolf. (laughs) Husbands are outside with the kids and my girls are very obsessed with knocking on doors. So I think that that very well might be them. Well, moving right along to obsessions. (laughs) Let's let's wrap it up. Yes, let's do. Let's wrap this on up. Hey, Uh, husbands might want to notice the banging on the door. I know. That is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, what are you obsessed with lately, Erica? Okay, I am obsessed with my Show mom me. backpack. Oh, you've got it right here. I've got it right here. It and is so cute. I feel like this sounds very nerdy, but it's really not. <laughs> okay, backpacks are very in right now, I'm realizing. Are not they? that okay. I'm all about okay. what's in. But I mean, when I was cute. looking at TJ Maxx for something that would work good for like diaper kids, bag, yeah, kids we're kind. Stuff. I'm kind of. In I only have one in diapers, but I still need. They're at that age where I need a change of clothes, need and I need stuff. some wipes, and I need some hand sure. sanitizer, and just yeah. stuff that like kids need—a snack, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to carry around a Winnie the Pooh no. diaper bag. Like that's no. not okay in my no. book. So, <laughs> um. I have been enjoying the backpack, and I got one that's more purse-like. So mm-hmm. it's like a mint faux leather, I believe. Sage, um, sagey mint. Yeah, it's like a minty color. It is Moda Luxe brand, but there was all kinds okay. of different ones. Um, I got it at TJ Maxx if you're looking for one. It was like yeah. $30, $40, something like that. And it's just, it's cute. It's kind of trendy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like looks good. It's hard to wear a backpack and not look like you're going to going your to first school. day of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's cuter it's a little more grown up and then I think I'll get like a sportier one for more like you know hiking or going to the nature preserve or whatever I think that's perfect and we have some friends that they like um a while ago they still have a toddler converted to a backpack just because you need two free hands with a toddler yeah like you don't want something slung over your shoulder it's it's actually so annoying and it's uncomfortable it's not ergonomically correct you're already hauling kids around so this has been huge for me I love it and then I recently got my girls a couple little backpacks too at Barnes and Noble. Oh, I think perfect. it was 
I think it's like Skip Hop or something like that. Yeah. I'll have to link to them, that's, but they were super brand. cute. And that way they can carry kind of their own things uh-huh. sometimes too. They love having a little yeah. backpack on. And so everybody has their backpack. Yeah. I think Dash might be ready it's for good. a backpack. Uh-huh. That's it's good. a good idea. Yeah. Um, well, I have an obsession of poetry lately. Ooh. Excuse I have, me. I know. very cultured. <laughs> I know. I have never read poetry really. And I'm not sure exactly what started it. I have this book that I don't know if I've told you about before. It's called A treasury for all seasons and it's actually edited yeah by, i think you did by, that. by julie andrews and her daughter Aww. and it's it's so wonderful i got it when i was pregnant with dashiell and it just it, it's divided up into seasons and like special days like and we love a season are, yes we, we do. love we love stuff and so like yeah so for every season they just have this collection of poems some of them are song lyrics that just kind of go along and um I don't know if this just sounds so cheesy, but I just love the idea of like for certain seasons, opening it up and like sharing, like having us read a poem or one of the kids Mm -hmm. read a poem, like Mm -hmm. at dinner, there's like some great poems about decorating Christmas trees. So I could see like, did you say you read one from that for Thanksgiving? That's a cute idea. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't know. I really like just reading through it. And, um, so I've been trying to make an effort to read more poetry. It's just always felt a little inaccessible to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always like, what am I supposed to be getting out of right. it? What does what it do I mean? do with this? Yes. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I just feel like I don't have those skills, but I started listening to the podcast poetry off the shelf. Oh yeah. And they read a poem and then they talk to either the author or if um, it's a late author, I think someone that can speak to the poem. So they'll read it and then they'll talk with the person about the poem mm-hmm. and like all the That's different awesome. components of it. And then they'll read it again at the end. And I just love it. That's awesome. Um, you know, we have a listener, Kayla, I believe her name oh, is, really? um, who writes poetry. That's what she does. Oh, really? She just graduated, I think, recently, but that's what she oh wants to do professionally. I so, am so impressed. I think we need to we need to tap into yes. her Instagram feed and follow her a little I, more closely. Oh my gosh, I am so impressed. Well, I heard, I had um, definitely heard of the poet Mary Oliver. Mm-hmm. She's very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her poetry can, it just feels very accessible and yeah. she's still living. So that's really neat. Um, anyway, I heard a interview with her on the podcast on oh, cool. being and it was a really wonderful interview and anyway they mentioned this poem and then I I got a couple of books of hers out of the library and so I just wanted to share this poem I just I, I love really, it really we're love. doing a poetry yes. reading so do I need to like snap my fingers yes. do I need to be ready okay <laughs> so yes the first poetry reading on the girl next door podcast <laughs> this is called I go down to the shore I go down to the shore in the morning, and depending on the hour, the waves are rolling in or moving out. And I say, oh, I am miserable. What shall, what should I do? And the sea says in its lovely voice, excuse me, I have work to do. Mm. And I love it. They I shared that. it on that interview. Mm-hmm. And it just, I feel like it speaks to so many, any, so many experiences and and can speak to the experience even that I'm having right now where you can just get so down and mm-hmm. all these things that I'm not able to do and the difficulties of Frustrations, life. Yes. Yeah. Even though, I mean, relatively my life is really not that difficult. And then it's just, you know, just keep doing your work mm-hmm. and just keep, you know, there are other people just moving on yep. with things and like stop complaining. And just like your place in the world too, right? Like mm-hmm. you are one person uh-huh. in this vast universe and mm-hmm. sometimes you need to get in nature and mountains or ocean or whatever to like experience how small Mm -hmm. you actually are and how small your problems are and that there are bigger, grander things that Mm -hmm. have gone on and will continue to go on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 
get outside of yourself a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm just like finding a lot of inspiration like and a lot of comfort in her poetry, especially. Awesome. And, um, and it's yeah. really short to read. So exactly. you can read exactly. it quickly. It kind of works well for this point in life right now. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay. In neighborhood news, we need to talk about <laughs> this baby. There is a baby. <laughs> we need There's to talk a about phantom baby. The phantom baby. It is not our baby. Nope. And it is crying. But we think it is every night. <laughs> yes. We hear this baby. Mm-hmm. What house do you think it lives in? At Saw Guy's house? Did they have a baby? I don't know. Or you know. think it's next door to Saw Guy behind it's your house? It's either Saw Guy or next door. Maybe okay. Hell's Angels. <laughs> there is a baby. <laughs> Reference past episodes if you yes. don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, there is a baby that it's of nondescript age. Like, yes. Could be a toddler. Could be a newborn. <laughs> you just don't even know. But they... This baby cries. I feel bad for the parents. Like, no, this for is, real. This is like a fussy baby. Yeah, it cries a lot. Ugh. And it especially cries like right at the time we put our kids to bed. So, so right around nap time, right around like bedtime. Running to the baby monitor, yes. thinking, wondering if it's yes. our kids or not. Uh, yeah, and I think before you've like thought it was Cedric yeah. or like thought like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, Kelsey's having a hard day. And I'm like, no, no. Cedric's fine. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no baby crying over here. But And I'll like, yeah, the boys will be asleep or you'll have put them down. And then suddenly you hear this baby crying like no it's like that feeling in the pit of your stomach we're like no they're awake and then you go to check it's like it's not my baby totally totally baby so this phantom baby is like and what do they have do they have the windows open all the time like why i think they must and like our this is the time of year where kind of like at nighttime it's cooler so our windows are open we just probably wouldn't hear it if air conditioners were running but it is frustrating because, but then I feel bad for those parents. I, know, I and think I'm maybe like, we need to cheers take, to you, take them a gift basket. Yeah, take them some, take angels, them they're some not bread. Getting a gift no, basket. They're getting nothing from me. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. Feel bad for the baby. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's karma. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, oh, can we talk about what's collecting some, in your yard lately? There's some lately? refuse collecting <laughs> in my yard. I think I've mentioned, but my house is at a T in the street. Mm-hmm. I think this is why. There's just random trash yeah. in my yard. And we, I mean, we do not live in like a trashy, typically <laughs> neighborhood. And so just stuff, I feel like it blows down from the street, mm-hmm. like maybe on trash or mm-hmm. recycling day and ends up in our yard. Um, for the past week, we were pointing out to you when we were <laughs> outside yesterday, we were thinking uh, that it was like an old gray sock. Oh yeah. I mean, so gross to find we had, in your yard. And we had yard. seen this, I'd seen something in our yard and this is what'll happen. I'll see something as we're pulling into the driveway, right. but then by the time we're in the driveway, I'm just focused on yeah, getting get the boys the kids out. out of the car. You know, right. I forgot about it. I just don't even have time to run into the yard. So it'll just stay there day after day, just like taunting me, <laughs> you know? And so finally, Chris went and picked it up. And we're like, God, it like, kind of looks like a sock. But I mean, it's probably like a weird piece of paper. No, it was a sock. Totally a sock. It was an old sock. Gross. In my yard. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. So <laughs> just, and then like, it was recycling day yesterday. There's like some weird water bottle in my yard. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. like, come on. <laughs> You, you definitely have like the end of the wind tunnel from the yeah. other street or something just, like, like that. All blows in. There'll be like weird wrappers. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. weird crap in my yard. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Every time we're outside playing, we find There's something. Always new. something. Um, is that all? I think that's all for okay. neighborhood news. Well, thank you so much for listening. We would love to hear what's going on with you in your parenting world, mm-hmm. parenting triumphs and fails, or what creativity projects you are pursuing. Um, oh, a big exciting announcement. We are on Facebook. We are. People. We so are. Facebook.com slash Girl Next Door Podcast. We are so excited about connecting with you mm-hmm. there. We think it'll be a great spot for you to um, comment on episodes. We will post them there. Um, 
um, share your cocktail ideas, share your neighborhood news yeah. from around the world. Little snippets. From yeah, everywhere. we would love to mm-hmm. know if you have topic suggestions. So please find us on Facebook. We're excited to see you there. Of course, we're on Twitter, Hi Girls Next Door. You can always send us an email at HighGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com or leave a comment on our blog, GirlNextDoorPodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. to win these days Woo. to get one recorded yes all right good job good job husband I mean, can i just tell